Welcome back, visitors, uh, listeners, and watchers, if we have a YouTube channel by now, um, to the Horse Heresy, book two, False Gods, in the Ogren's Guide to the Horse Heresy. Um, this will be the first part of the, you know, a different book, so that's pretty cool. Very good. Um, I guess where we left off is uh, the, with the Interex. We just had a little bit of a mishap and a misunderstanding on their mm-hmm. planet. Um, Erebus. Being Erebus. Yeah, Erebus doing some shit. Some light arson. Yeah. Erebus. Hitting a couple of felonies. Uh, stole a very special knife. A naughty, naughty sword. Yeah, and he hit it in some kind of coffin down at the very bottom of the vengeful spirit. Um, just mm-hmm. some shenanigans. Yeah, dirtbag stuff. Dirt, classic dirtbag era of stuff. Yeah, and they were heading toward the um, planet of Davin. Uh oh. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, yeah, the, up. hopefully the wolves are potty trained in time for that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we start off uh, just a quick summary of it. Um, cool quote. Uh, if you remember, the first one was. The first book, the first quote was, I was there the day the emperor died, or the horse mm. slew the emperor, I believe. Yeah. This one starts off with, I was there the day horse fell. So it starts off um, uh, with that vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, there's a little bit of foreshadowing. Um, open up, very sexy woman. You're like, where the hell is she going from? Where is she doing? Uh, she's actually a horse's remembrancer. So you start off with her. You see her little bodyguard. Um, she's, oh. yeah. Are you going to talk about her body? No, I wish. Uh, it's not a picture book, but, um. They don't use words? No foldouts? <laughs> yeah. You turn the book sideways and. <laughs> <laughs> drops out of the novel. You're like, oh yeah. I'd kill for foldouts of like, you know, the Siege of Terra or something. They have, they have a map, which I didn't realize until That's I read cool. most of them. Of like, each book, it has like, where in the planet or how close they are and what walls being assaulted that's crazy i was like fuck this would have been nice be able can't to wait for like yeah the youtube yeah. strategy breakdowns of that that's gonna be sick uh but yeah we find her she's uh pretty famous her family is from tara of course and she flew all this way to be his remembrancer um her bodyguard all gold he's mute kind of weird uh not deaf though uh but he's just a baseline human with some augments wait all gold is in like his skin is gold or what? Most of his armor and shit is all okay. gold in. Not custodies though. He's, he's not just that, he's not that special. Hmm. Um I mean he sure seems like he thinks he's special if he's wearing all gold. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's sort of a big deal for her. Um go to the Venture Spirit, we see Legio uh Mortis and a bunch of Titans being worked on. It kinda goes on uh, you know, their recent success at murder and they're repairing and shit. Um, and they're all going to war cancel to talk about Davin. Um, there's some religion going on, but whatever. People are kind of hush-hush a, a little bit about it. Just don't really pay too much attention. Uh, is this jump- a imperial religion, or is this yes, sir. other religion? The religion. Imperial cult religion. Yeah. yeah. Then we jump to uh, old lady on Davin. Old shaman's up there on the mountain shaking her hands at all the um, Thunderhawks going by. Just, because her prophecy is coming true. What is that Ooh. about? Um, yeah. So uh, after that, we see drop pods. Why the fuck are they 
invading? Why are they drop potting on Devon? I thought it was supposed to be a controlled world. Well, you know, not raining metallic hell Steel onto rain. it. Yeah. yeah, no one f- peacefully drop pods onto a planet. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's usually only a hostile action, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, jump back to the eventual spirit. Uh, Mercedes watching uh, Logan fight in the practice cages as usual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spartan or uh, Astartes do that a lot. Um, there's some confrontations, some dialogue between the Mournival, um, back to Devon, uh, used to be a feral world. It's already been the, uh, space wolves, or not space wolves, sorry, uh, the Luna wolves already conquered it mm-hmm. and turned it a long time ago. It was the eighth planet that they did it to. Oh, really? Not sure if that's a significant hmm. number. I think um, it might be. Yeah. Uh, then the word, bear- word bearers took over compliance. That's oh. a good plan. Um, then the, the word bearers yeah. took over compliance today. Luna Wolf's left. They're like, this planet's like all set to go. You guys take over. Like, we trust you. Yeah. What, what was that you said about religion? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You guys bearing words. Something naughty um, is happening. Loken says, Davin's weird this time, guys. I'm getting weird vibes from it when they're on there. Uh-oh. Shouldn't have named him word bearers if he didn't want him to bear the word of uh, the god emperor. Right? Yeah. Emperor fucked up, I guess. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, I mean, out of, your wor- out of your mouth? Yeah, I said allegedly. Some people think he did. It's part of his plan, though. <laughs> God's plan. Um, <laughs> Jump to two hours post Davin Landing. Uh, apparently, it was all a trick to go there. They all feel, you know, fucked with. Why are we here in the first place? There's nothing going on. There's no war. They land on there. They don't smell anything burning. It's just a planet. Um, and on cue, Erebus comes bumbling forward uh, with some rhinos. And they're like, well... Potentially, this is why. Um, That guy gets me. He is a fucking dick. Um, There's a war cancel on Devon. Trying to see what's up. Um, Loken invites Ignis uh, Karnsky, I believe. Uh, That poet that got beat up for talking shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the big guy. Because he's able to, like, spot bullshittery. And he's got, like, you know, doesn't hold his tongue when it comes to authority. I've got premium grade bullshittery detectors. Yeah. His radar's fucking beefy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Loken invited him down to, like, try to look through all the, the shit. Um, back to the spirit. And there's a lot of jumping, remember. And we explained to Jared, too, that they, they go back and forth quite a bit. So it's not like you're just reading one solid story. It'd yeah, be they'll, easy they'll to follow. <laughs> fragment it and yeah. jump back and forth between ongoing plot lines. Yep. Um, jump back to the... Uh, Vigil Spirit, like I said, Cinnamon's reading more spooky books, some old literature. Loken finds them. They kind of talk old? about some old, like Chronicles of Ursh, if you remember that kind of shit, like demons and stuff. Oh, yeah. He shouldn't be reading Yeah, that. I mean, it's not so much heretical, these books, because they're allowed on the spirit, but it's like Ooh. they're not supposed to be f- nonfiction. <laughs> these are all just like, you know, old, spooky scary ghost st- stories <laughs> that they, you know, it's just fucking fiction. It's essentially uh, Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, forty k goosebumps with the Necronomicon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this shit's spooky. Goosebumps with eyeballs. There's like a moving eyeball on the yeah. cover yeah. of the book or Just something. Just ignore it. It's fine. It's CGI. Sometimes I lick it. The... 
Gaggle. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I think that's definitely heresy. You can't you know, prove it. Slurping scrolls in the library. Not if you're Emperor's children. <laughs> slurping yeah. scrolls. Like, oh, on a scroll. She's like, what are you doing? Walk back from the back with like four of them just stuffed in your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> like, what you, can you put those back, please? I'm consuming the knowledge. <laughs> this isn't how you do it. Um, yeah, well, he's definitely not doing that. Uh, I doubt oh, Cinnamon yeah, yeah, could stuff very many books in his orifices, anyways. Um,. Back to the yurt on Davin. Um, oh, Flash, the, who's yurt? Are you talking Davin's about? like their war cancel. Yeah, they they're all talking on you know horses trying to figure out the why the fuck nothing's going on oh, down there. Why and, am I uh, called here? Him and the boys. Wait, and so who's so there? Uh, the Davinites. Uh huh. They're tribal leaders, or whatever. Erebus. Tribal. Like, are we talking like they're pretty like Stone Age or whatever? Or they're yeah, just, just like, like normal people? Yeah, the normal normal. Do they have, people. like, what's, I guess, like, what's their tech level? Are they using, like, guns yeah. and stuff? I think they were formidable when they first attacked them. Um, well, it's like, they put up a challenge and shit. Okay, so they were, like... Yeah, and they actually, like, fought back, you know? Okay. And then eventually they're like, well, like, we respect you guys kind of thing. We'll submit to the Emperor. Okay. Um, but the uh, Luna Wolves kind of respected the fact that they put up a fight. Mm-hmm. Granted, they didn't do very well. well I mean, but nowadays they're, like, the very... I don't know if it's the same, like, Davin is, like, a place potentially the White Scars might come from. Okay. Like, that kind of kind of like, vibe to it. Yeah, like, instead of, like, nation states, they have, like, yeah. tribe states, kind of, where it's, like, sort of thing. more more about, like, family lineages and, and like... This is where um, the lodges sort of come right, from. Right, the, uh, the warrior lodges. Yeah. I mean, as... They came from it, but also, like, Erebus perpetuated it and whatnot into everything else, so... Mm-hmm. Davin's sort of important. Uh, but we go back to the yurt. Um, Erebus shows up. Erebus uh, gives us the news that Horus has been uh, uh, not usurped, but like, you know, somebody said Horus is a kind of a piece of shit. And like uh, the guy who was supposed to be in charge of Davin. Um, and his name is Uvin Temba, I believe. He turned traitor and he took all his boys to the moon. Um, oh, Mandalorian style. Yeah, all of his boys of the Davinite moon. And um, this pisses Horus off, because who, how dare someone turn on him? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, how could you turn traitor? Like, that'll never happen. This could, this is impossible. How could you see the Emperor's light and not, you know, be drawn to it? Um, so, yeah, everybody's big mad, especially Horus and Erebus is just feeding it. Yeah, oh, of yeah. course. And he's like, we should do something about it. Horace's like, yeah, we should do something about it. And like, let's go up there right now. And everybody's like, are you sure, Horace? If you, we can send other people. He's like, no, I'm doing it myself. <laughs> like, fuck this guy. I'm heated. I personally want to like punch this guy in the face. <laughs> I'm mad and, uh, now. Yeah. And Horace is. This is like where you start seeing like him, his pride, like a little bit of a detriment to him. It's like, let your boys fight. He's like, fuck, no, I got to get in there, dude. Nice. Imagine like, if. Um, Biden or Trump or any president in the past is like, <laughs> it's like, no, nah, dude, these fucking 9-11, fuck this. I'm going Bush, in. Like, give me in that tank. I'm going first round. I'm going in. Like, well, sir, we don't think that's too safe. He's like, I don't care. I'm in charge. I'm doing it. Um, granted. To the to the pride thing a second ago, making another Star Wars quote, like when Count Dooku says, double the pride, twice the fall. <laughs> Love that line. <laughs> Sorry. So good. Yeah. Uh, Dooku's pretty sick, though. I like, I like awesome. his fighting styles. Yeah. More fencing and stuff. 
I also like the way he speaks. He's so much. He's so eloquent. Mm-hmm. At at the time, he was known to be the the best lightsaber duelist alive. I yeah. believe. I think who is Mace? Maybe Mace was, Windu like, was also close. considered to be very very good. De- after Dooku left, I think they said Mace was probably the best duelist in the order. Yeah, definitely wasn't Qui Gon. <laughs> He's not even half the man he used to be. Yeah. <laughs> Rip. Darth Maul got cut in half, but I got you. I mean, so. yeah, I think Qui Gon just got stabbed. He yeah, got he Kerbaga. Got, he He's just dead. Him. He's just yeah. straight up dead. He's got a, a plug. Oh, think of the gauge you could have got. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sick. Nice belly button gauge, bro. Thanks. If you didn't go through my spine, it'd be awesome. <laughs> the first hipster <laughs> plugging it with bigger and bigger gauges. That's grotesque. I don't like it. Keep going. Me neither. Ugh. Tell me about Davin. Tell me about Horace going first on Davin. Yeah, he gets he gets all pissed off and they go back. Um, um, and oh, they don't go back yet. Uh, Ignis sees Erebus talk and he's like, "Loki, man, that guy is uh, fucking." I got my bullshit some tomfoolery. This thing's maxed out. I think he's a fucking dirty liar. And Loki's like, "I know." And then Abaddon comes out of nowhere. He's like, "No, Erebus is cool." Logan's like, I don't know. Of course, Adam would say that. If Ignis didn't have it rough already on um, the false Terra getting beat up, he pissed Abaddon off. He's like, I want to kill you. <laughs> he goes at Ignis, and uh, Logan has to defend a mortal from you know Abaddon, which is fucking is defending some shit. It's like Abaddon's kind of like uh, a goofy a goofy boy, and like he has a lot of character flaws. But there's one thing he's really good at. It's fucking kill him. It's murder. <laughs> All the guys. And Loken's not like, he's a start, he's big. But like Abaddon's like, like really you know, big. He's a couple inches below a Primark. Yeah, he's a thick but boy. Like, known for his temper. And Ignis is like, eek. <laughs> like tries to like <laughs> run off. And um, yeah, Loken just <laughs> holding him back. And um, he does... Uh, Say some interesting shit. He's like, dude, what about the repercussions if uh, Stardis kills a Remembrancer or just a baseline human? Think about it. And Abaddon's like, yeah, I guess you're right. There would be some repercussions. Just remember that. Oh, I will. Yeah. I mean, Logan, like Logan a proper spits, Remembrancer. Yeah. I'm going to remember that. Logan just spits out a bunch of foreshadowing the whole time. He's like, just what would happen? <laughs> and like and Abaddon of all people's like yeah. I'll keep that in mind. What is that the uh fourth wall where they like the He'll office right at stare you. at the yeah. camera? <laughs> it's like hey. the, the, the he they're gymming the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um happens quite a bit. You're just like pausing, like, huh. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Highlight. <laughs> what if? Um yeah, post it note on the side. Um see so yeah, how that happens. Uh Ignis is well out of there during their dialogue. He's not that stupid. Um, then we kind of go back because, goddammit, if this was linear and easy, you know, it wouldn't be Warhammer. <laughs> um, go back to like post Interx, pre Davin. Loken's talking to Erebus out of everybody. This is before, like, you know, we got the kind of gross vibes from him, asking him about um, the shit he discussed with that Interx guard about chaos. Mm. <laughs> And Erebus is like, hey, man, that guy's a liar. <laughs> like, the chaos is nothing. Like, it's just, you know, just, the warp's nothing out there. Don't believe anybody. Say, like, you can trust me. I'm Erebus. I'm Erebus. Yeah, come on, man. We're cool, man. Remember that time we fought? That was cool. That was pretty neat. Yeah. 
I mean, and then Logan's like, oh, I guess. Like, yeah, that's what dad said, too. Um, mm. But, it, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> to me, it's just fucking stupid. It's like, Airbus, you dirty, rotten liar. <laughs> um, dirty son of a bitch. Yeah. And then um, liar. we jump to, uh, yeah, jump to that hottie, the remembrance of chick. Are you talking about Mercedes? No. Uh, Petra. She's the one at the very beginning with a golden bodyguard. Petra. Petra. She's so this new. is a different... Yep, the very beginning. This is horse person. Oh, right. Rem- Mercedes remember has the her. weird uh, crystal skull head. She's got the peanut head. But yeah. Mercedes is whose remembrancer? Logan's. Ah, okay. Yep. Petra? So, like, remembrancer is the note right now. Uh, Ignis Karnsky, the poet. Yeah. Uh, he's the one that gets beat up. Can you say his last name again for me? I want to say Karnsky's. I haven't written it down for okay. the last one. Um, but he's just, just Ignis. 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 Okay. Ignace. I'm, I'm pronouncing stuff as I hear in the Audible book. That's fair. So if there's a different way to say it, I don't know. I'll fuck s- you. I don't <laughs> know if I speak English right. Dude. Yeah. Um, then there's uh, Mercedes Alaton, which is the um, uh, peanut head. Peanut head. Then there's uh, Euphrates Keeler, which is the photographer who yeah. was on the Whisperheads. She took some photos. She has photos of uh, of Jubal. Jubal in chaos, demon she form. Taking that picture. His highest transformation. Um, but she's also the one finding religion. Oh yeah, she's the yeah. one praying. Yeah, she was the one who caught there. Too and then Big E. Not remembered, sir, but another important one is um Cinderman. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. he is the main uh orator. I can't remember right now. He's the one like just the hype man kind of thing, spreads right. the word yeah. and illumination of the emperor. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, those are just of note. In Petra, um What's her last name? Because they can't ever have normal last names. Petra Neva or Nella Viva or something like that. My autocorrect on my laptop probably fucked it up for me. Because, um, you know, half the time Warhammer words aren't real. Definitely. It's They're hard, usually not it's real. It's hard to do essays. Like a, a space frame intercessor is not a word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta like right click on every third yeah. word and add to dictionary. Yeah, well, but then do it. <laughs> then could you imagine writing a memo to your boss and you you tried to put like intercept and it changes it to intercessor and your boss just like, are you alright? <laughs> you having a stroke? And you're like, uh-huh. you gotta talk to HR. <laughs> That's a big word. I'm gonna take it as an insult. <laughs> um, yeah, we jumped to her uh, in Horace's room. Awaiting, like, you know, I think their talk. Um, this is the first time Horace being there. He's very unceremonial with her, which irritates her because she's royalty and she don't like that. Nope, she wants her hand kissed and all that shit. <laughs> Even though he's like the war master, ranks higher than he's yeah. Like the, fr- he's like the, the elevated son of the emperor of mankind. She's like, I deserve pomp and circumstance. He's like, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, at this point, he's like Horace is maybe. Second to the emperor, maybe second. I don't know if um, oh, Malkador, Malkador is like oh, yeah. 1.5 or like just a half step below. Because I mean, well, but like the number of people who are above Horus in any form of rank is like less than I can count on one hand. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much the emperor Malkador at this point. Mm-hmm. So, even Malkador, I think, like is like a father figure or an yeah. uncle figure, definitely like a, a, a parental character mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, she wants all this like bullshit with him, and uh, she doesn't get it. But Horace um, ends up 
accepting her as a remembrancer. Uh, more so because Erebus has been feeding him like this bullshit, like you should be remembered, and like mm-hmm. you are important, kind of thing. And you're not, your horse is like, You're right, like I am the I war master, feel... I need to get some confidence. This kind of feels like if someone was telling George Washington he needed to be remembered, and it's just like, uh, Homie, I think you forgot, I'm the first president, yeah. of the United States of America, I won the war, and now I'm the guy. Well, to be fair, back then, they I probably didn't guy. know, like. A, what was going to happen, or B, how long it was going to last. True, but at the same time, even when he was like General Washington, like yeah, he was fighting, still, he's like, yeah. how many how many successful revolutions had even happened at that point against the British Empire? It was like zero. Yeah, and so it's like even to try is to get you're going to be remembered forever. Mm-hmm. Only thing on Horace's side is that uh, they did just get out of a point of or a period of history where everything was forgotten. True. True. So that was like. Like, oh, I want to be remembered. Yeah. Like, yeah, they don't have... Yeah, George Washington technically might have happened in the 40K universe, and they, they don't, don't necessarily know. know. Who knows? They'll right? come back. George Maybe Washington. George Washington did need a remembered, sir. Maybe. Maybe I guess he did. Maybe uh, George Washington's one of the missing Primarchs. <laughs> Him oh, and Abe Lincoln. <laughs> dude, I, had a, I had a whole thing, not to segue too hard, but I was trying to make, like, a America Marines that were, like, that felt better, and I, I made them the... Uh, scion liberatus the sons uh, of liberty and they were literally <laughs> just red white and blue like Minutemen marines the whole time that's kinda sick. george washington was their chapter master give them like union hats and shit yep little tricorn that's union fun. hats they're gonna be so funny <laughs> post them on like um one of the speeders with george washington on the front of the boat oh, like, the, <laughs> like the, stepped up the there. channel crossing yeah oh man that'd be cool super fun Actually, like commission somebody to do some yeah artwork like that um but yeah um uh, so Horace accepts her. She's elated. Um, then we get to uh, the fleet withdrawing to the moon. Um, Intel says moon is just Timba, the, you know, I guess planetary governor that turned bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and 10K guardsmen. And what is 10K humans to a I mean, legion? even if these are like really good. It is not like yeah. really good guardsmen. There's no Carskin. Yeah, this is the whole of the Luna Wolves, right? Uh, 63rd expedition. So not all, but like well, a still, lot. It's even like if how many main force, about? the flagship. Like how many? How many? Uh, if you had to guess, probably almost ten thousand. I'd wager ten thousand Space Marines versus ten thousand dudes. It's not even. <laughs> Oh. What did I what think it would did, take uh, like a hundred Space Marines to like? Yeah, what did Rabute get? He there's a famous quote he has where he's like, "Give me a hundred Space Marines in the lieu of that, give me a million men." And they're yeah. just like, "I cannot, <laughs> I can't do that." Yeah, I can do the men, but not the Space Marines. Yeah, but yeah, he, this is like just basic guards, but not even like Cadians, not even Carskin, not Death Corps. These guys are almost just PDF. Yeah. Planetary Defense Force I mean, like, they're still Imperial Guards, but, like, this is before the Guards got, like, their balls were inflated mm-hmm. kind of thing. Because they didn't have to. It was just Space Marines. Their balls were inflated? Yeah, before the weight started hitting. Nice. But, um, yeah, they went to the moon. Um, Intel says it's going to be an easy fight. Uh, Loken's upset about it, you know, because they're killing humans. That used to be good. Um, everybody's like, yeah, boohoo, let's do it. Uh, yeah, boohoo, I'm here for murder. Yeah. Oh, no. Anyways. They introduced, um, during all the prep and shit, Horace uh, introduces Petra to the Mournival. Um, and when they come up on him, all the Mournival are like play fighting each other. Abaddon's got, uh, 
dudes in a headlock and then like play punching and stuff. It's very childlike. Yeah, it's goofy. Back to like last book when they're doing the whole jump up, slap some air ducts and whatnot. Yeah, I can jump 15 feet straight up. Yeah, it's that same kind of vibe. And Horace is like, well, maybe I picked a bad time. But um, introduces him. Uh, Horace, or the Mournival witnesses Horace's oath of moment. Big deal. Um, then they fly down to the Hold moon. On. You said that funny. Is it a big deal? It is. Okay. So uh, it's like a big deal. Yeah. Um, that he, you know, his Mournival and shit is doing it. And Horace kneeling in front of him is a, is a, not sacrilege kind of, but like you don't see a demigod kneeling to mortals very often. I mean, maybe not mortals, but you know, somebody lesser. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they start to send the full, uh, basically rain hell down onto uh, Davin's moon with uh, sh- every ship in, <laughs> in the fucking fleet. Um, they got uh, what are the Titan landing ships? Or they call them coffins or some shit. They're bringing Titans down. Dias, uh, whatever. There's, there's 10,000 guardsmen. And they're deploying Titans? Imperator Titan. The big boy. Yeah. Uh, Dias a overkill. The, yeah. The number one Titan. Um, so, yeah, they're <laughs> bringing down God machines to fight 10K guys because he was uh, upset. And they wanted to make an example of uh, what happens when you turn from the Emperor's light. Which is a little bit, you know, yeah, annihilation. Yeah. I don't know. I, feel, I'm not gonna lie. I would react strongly. Yeah, at that time, like we, like we're the golden light, and you dare turn on us after I mean, all we've done for you. That was the whole purpose of the Night Lords. Yeah, this is true, but a little extra. I, I still feel like Night Lords would be extra compared to what they sent down. Because I'd rather die and like you know. I mean, yeah, orbital bombardment from... is a lot faster than what Night Lords would do to yeah, you. Yeah, I'd rather to eat a full blast of Imperator Titan, mm-hmm. whatever weapon it chooses. And get grabbed by a Night than Lord. Than have to be like a week in a ship knowing there's a Night Lord on board somewhere and yeah. not letting me sleep and slowly getting the hallucin- you know, hallucinations of being sleep deprived and not knowing if it's the Night Lord I see or not. And then once my skin's peeled off my body... <laughs> And I eventually freeze to death. Yeah, now you're thinking about it. It's a (laughs) prolonged death that I don't want. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, uh, they all shoot down there. Um, Everything does. And the little gold ship that Petra arrived on scoots out the side too. But she's not supposed to. That's fishy. What is she up to? Um, (laughs) On their way down... Uh, if we remember the Whisperheads when they went in, mm-hmm. they started hearing Vox chatter saying, like, Samus is here. Samus is everywhere. Well, they don't hear Samus this time. Uh, instead, they hear some uh, other shit. Um, important quote. Uh, they hear, the, on the, the first thing, the ways of man... Uh, yeah, that's what it is. The ways of man folly seek... Uh, doom of all things in death and rebirth shall mankind live forever. And they're like, um, say what? And then, uh, after that, after like the boost of ox and shit, we're, me and Luke are raising eyebrows and squinting at each other at the same yeah. time. We're just like, Ooh, this doesn't sound. Oh, yeah. Wait till the second spooky. quote hits. 
Um, so that's the first quote, and Logan's like, fuck, runs to the front. He's like, you guys hear that? And they're like, yeah, it's all over the foxes. I'm like, oh, it's not just in my head. And they say... Um, <laughs> you guys hear it too? The second thing they hear is, thus do I renounce the way of the emperor and his lackey, the war master of my own free will. If he dares come here, he will die, and in death he will live forever. Blessed be the hand of Nurgle. Blessed be, blessed be. What Uh-oh. the fuck? Yeah, they hear that, they're like, huh, more <laughs> fear tactics. So for those that don't know, <laughs> which was Luke s- saying, uh, yeah, 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 for the uninitiated of the crew, uh, of those of you out there, saying Nurgle's name, saying invoking the name of a god of chaos on the radio is like <laughs> you're asking for trouble. Yeah, but at this time nobody knew. Who I know Nurgle no one even understands. Yeah. Which means those guys, what do they call the Davenites on the moon? Yeah, they're 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 dabbling with forces like. Well, this oof. technically is oof. the guardsman on the you know. Yeah. They'll turn a traitor, so they're just spitting out bullshit. But uh, for listeners, uh, we played a uh, Black Crusade. Oh um, God, we're really going. Yeah, into this? yeah. Uh, where Luke was essentially one of you know these guys. Uh, this is be- this is like what three years ago, or more. Luke yeah. didn't. Or maybe. This was Luke's initial. Yeah, four, I Steps think. into Warhammer, where he played a, uh, was it a priest or something? An apostate. Apostate, yeah. Yeah, and more he... like a yeah, preacher <laughs> of sorts. Who was uh, <laughs> casually talking to um, loyal uh, Unsuspecting citizens. Imperials. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, man, you heard a zinch? <laughs> Just, like, you heard spit. a good word? <laughs> yeah. Do you have a minute to talk this about our first Lord experience of yeah. any Warhammer period? And it's funny that uh, character that's spitting out names lived the longest out of all of his characters, I believe. Probably. Yeah. But he died many times. <laughs> Was he downed a lot? I mean, he took a yeah, lot of corruption. Or whatever. <laughs> that's like, right. We yeah, got him back. He got back up a lot. Mm. Uh, I mean, he was a human in the. A team. Everybody else is in playing a chaos space marine yeah. campaign. So yeah, he died a lot. Yeah, trying to <laughs> big surprise. <laughs> but yeah, it just reminded me of it when I first heard it. It's always something uh, pretty fun to go back to. Um, so we hear all this um, chatter, and we're like, dismiss it. And Horace, Loken tells Horace, and Horace is like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I told you what I'm gonna do, Loken. Like, see you down there, and turns it off. Um, Ooh, mm. a bold choice. Yeah. Uh, the land on the moon, guess what it looks like? Florida. Uh, it's nothing but like green gas, mist, bogs. <laughs> uh, it's it's a swamp of a world. And they're like, I don't remember it looking like this. It was supposed to look like Davin, which is like, you know. A normal. Yeah. Normal, uh, healthy. Plains and stuff. Yeah. Um, wooded. And the whole planet's decomposing. It smells. They can smell it through their uh, systems, and it's a strong smell to a space marine. Through the atmospherically sealed suits. Yeah, and they're like, it it. smells like everything's dead. Weird. And they're rotten below us. That's probably fine. (laughs) They're like, fuck it, charge, dude. Um, Yeah, so it actually, that's where part one ends. It's a pretty short, uh, um, I don't want to say chapter, but like, you know, section Section of the book. But man, there's at least some shit. Yeah, Yeah, that's... Like, what happened to the moon? Uh, mm-hmm. Will Horus actually win this? Uh, what is Petra up to? 
Uh, that is the remembrancer who spit out in her little gold ship. Yeah, that suspicious. Yeah. Was she woman. heading to the moon or was she heading? I think that's the only option at the time is the head down. Huh. Maybe she's being a little too cocky. Like, I am going to be that starship trooper. With uh, the camera? Yeah. Like, let's get down and close, Maggard. Maggard being her bodyguard. Yeah. And he's deaf, so he can't really say no. <laughs> And mute. He, he's mute. He's mute. I, I mean, to be fair, Sorry, none of them knew what they were getting into. Yeah. Um, what is a fucking Nurgle? <laughs> what is a Nurgle? <laughs> who, who is Nurgle? Why is, that a is drug? Nurgle? Can you smoke it? Oh, boy. And where gonna, is Erebus? They're going to find out. Uh, where is fucking Erebus? Probably diddling that coffin he stole with the, uh, that uh, Athamemen. Athamemen. Ath- can't speak English. I can't speak Anathame. Anathame. But yeah, that's just a, a quick summary of it. There's some um, uh, more important bits that uh, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening comment was pretty cool. Uh, I was there the day Horace fell. It's just that reoccurring theme, kind of. Like that, oh, yeah. the initial foreshadow. Where it's like, well, fuck. Like Lots you, of heavy foreshadowing on yeah. stuff that like grognards like me read about. Mm-hmm. All the way back in like yeah probably like fifth where it's like we'd read about the Horus Heresy and stuff and it would just be like super high level yeah. like one day Horus got mean and everyone's like oh no and like <laughs> why and then the Emperor took a big sit for ten that and I'm like okay then the nids like, came yeah, and then like now we're dealing with other stuff we're busy yeah history lessons over kid grab your las gun I was like oh crap but I, I like this um, method that they do where they like. Mm-hmm. You get the end of the story essentially, and you're like trying to figure out like, How? yeah. And Why? every time you like you get to a part, like, oh, well, this is where it's gonna happen, and it doesn't. It's like, oh, <laughs> well, fuck, like, like uh, you know, I, I'm wrong, but I, like you get more invested in it, kind of thing. There's a lot of a, um, uh, like climaxes sort of. You're like, oh, something bad's gonna happen now, but it's not the worst thing to happen. Mm-hmm. So you're like, well, there's gotta be something, you know, else and. It's a it's a very bumpy roller coaster, man. Oh yeah, like for you, sure. You're puking. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> what the peak of the badness really is. In the horse heresy. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I'm not gonna say anything because yeah. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, there's but... some shit. Well, I think it's uh, I think it's the uh, the big reveal, the gender reveal party, if you will. <laughs> the one that's the. Yeah, I mean, horse heresy could you could. Uh, that's siege, I, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like what's about to happen might. This is going to be pretty bad. Yeah. The. I just know certain alley stabbing might. Uh, yeah, this little little naughtiness. The, the worst. Naughty. Naughty. Yeah, I think that what's about to happen on Davin is going to be pretty. Uh, pretty not good. Yeah. As, <laughs> as the guys read the heresy, there's a lot of bad. Yeah, it's really a big downhole. It, yeah. it is a roller coaster, but let me tell you what, bud. We're going down. Yeah. It's mostly down. Yeah. It's we, down. Where's the fucking stopping point? I went off. Yeah. I went off this ride. Yeah, no. like you're off the tracks riding in the parking lot. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, stop. You're in San it's Francisco. one of those old wooden roller coasters yeah. that's just constantly falling apart as you're riding yeah. it. You don't know if it's good if you smell the oil or you don't smell the oil. Yeah. I guess it's not lubed up anymore. Is that burning? Gang, 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 gang. Yeah, for Oregonians, uh, the Oaks Park. Yeah, good old Oaks Park. <laughs> yeah, getting splinters and shit from every ride. <laughs> like, why am I feeling the wood? Um, <laughs> why do I feel it? I guess just uh, getting back a uh, little character delving. Uh, Petra Chick, um, why she's important 
uh, and why she feels like she deserves to be Horace's personal is that um, her family, uh, like, you know, generations past, were actually in charge of um, basically being the historians for the uh, Unification Wars. Oh, really? Oh, so, like, they, wow. they were there essentially when the emperor was taking over and they documented all of it and whatnot. Uh, that's kind of crazy considering I feel like he didn't want a lot of that documented. He wanted uh, parts of it documented. I mean, he wanted it probably documented in a very specific yeah. way. There's probably a lot of black redacted, um, redacted, redacted yeah. stuff in that history book. But Malkador actually sent her up. Interesting. Uh, cause, Interesting. Because you know, Malkador mm. has his agendas. His ways. Yeah. That only the emperor knows. That's and, a not to segue too hard, but the unification wars are something we're gonna have to do at least one episode on because that sure. is yeah. so that, yeah. it's formative. I think. Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying. Full to, episode yeah. on that. Um, but yeah, she's just <laughs> important that way. Um, Petra, that is. Uh, <laughs> and the gear shift right there yeah, was pretty savage. Yeah, Petra, that is um, important family. Uh, Maggard's uh, her bodyguards pretty dope i think so uh he's one of the first like genetically like baseline humans or genetically altered baseline humans that's like formidable he uh he has like a cool ass rapier um he is mute just so he can't talk back but he can communicate with petra through um like not telepathy but like she's got like this um notebook with like one of those um fancy pins yeah i forget what they're called um, but quills. yeah, all his thoughts, she just put on the paper and will write them out kind of thing. Huh. Like and half Stephen time, Hawking. Yeah. A little bit. A little but bit sometimes, better. uh, she'll write down stuff and it'd be like, fuck a bitch or something like that. So like his thoughts are like, yeah, he doesn't care any of this she cause he protects her all the time. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's really cool. I actually like him. I wish more humans were, they had the money to offer or like, you know, upgrade themselves like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. That's interesting that you like that. Later on in 40K, like in the, you know 10,000 years, uh, human augmentation, especially in like bodyguards, becomes mm-hmm. very like prominent. Like, But his is like beautiful. Like mm-hmm. his is very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, but too. like in the upper echelons yeah. of like a hive city, you'll see that too pretty yeah. commonly. Or yeah, a, a sector like, governor. Yeah, have, yeah, right. Slapping like big robot eye on my boy or like here give you a pinchy arm kind of shit that's very cyberpunk yeah 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 Yeah, some of them are very like cyberpunk and like sexy like trim looking mods Mm -hmm. and others are like combat servitor like literally like your arm is replaced by a hinge with a heavy bolt gun and we took your eyes out and gave you binoculars good luck yeah sorry i know what hurt hurts (laughs) hurts <laughs> still does forever yeah. yeah necromunda in general is just chock full of interesting stuff like mm-hmm. that necromunda has the best and the worst i think yes absolutely i agree from the few things i've seen it's like <laughs> well that looks like hell um <laughs> you can't ever be drunk enough i guess, I guess you might get a little high from the radiation i don't know if that's a thing you sniff the, oh, the toxic fumes. Yeah, open yeah. up a barrel and be like <laughs> probably just Died. Back to Skyrim. That's how you get to Skyrim too. Yeah. Maybe huh. Road goes back to Skyrim. You're finally awake, I see. <laughs> oh, man, I'm fucked up. <laughs> it's just a dragon? Okay. <laughs> Whew. <laughs> uh, easy. You're going to put me in jail? Thank God. 
can I just actually stay here, please? Yeah, there's no hive. Yeah, there's getting air? beheaded in the uh, intro to Skyrim is probably better than any death you could experience in yeah. the Imperium. Yeah. It's so mild. It's, it's just like so easy. You're just gonna hit me with an axe. It's like yeah, and like you're not gonna like torture Sweet me. Sweet release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My ancestors are smiling at me. Yeah, a good Imperial death. are yours at you. Yeah, so after her initial um, flight up and whatever, we go. Uh, sort of important to bring up the um, Legio Mortis. They mm. they are uh, basically horses like private titans. Private titan and legion. The if I'm saying it correctly too, the uh, Dies Irae is like the shit of the titans. That's like, the baddest boy. Imperator class. Like dudes been they mollywop everything that stands against them. Yeah, and it's not even a, since we haven't like. Explain Imperator class titans. There's like you know, have. I think we you talked briefly about it. Yeah. How they're like walking fortresses. Yeah, like, yes. I mean they look like a castle on legs. It it, it is arms. a weird dynamic that they thought that was like the best design. Like let's throw a That's so dumb but uh, so, yes. gothic cathedral on the top of a war robot yeah. with cannons. The design of the Imperator actually harkens back to the Dark Age, and it probably actually came about from the need to have a frontline operational base oh, yeah. everywhere you go. And so the stompy big boy who's got enough firepower to like kind of make a starship sweat, like again, we touched on earlier, starships in 40K are kilometers long yeah. at like normally the smallest. But then like, yeah, Titans are like big deals. This guy could look up. <laughs> They'd be fucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it just his arms don't go high enough. Perpetually Damn horizontal. It. But um, yeah, we're introduced to that. That's um, very cool. One of the Moderati Primus uh, named Jonas, uh, and he's actually kind of just like a bro. He likes to get drunk. Jonas the bro. Yeah, he likes to drink. He likes to party. Uh, when initially he's introduced, he's like sort of hungover. Nice. Um, and it's which is weird too. A weird mix. Another one of the um, uh, Titan, not pilots, but one of the uh, crew is named like. Last name's like Casa or some shit like that. Um, and he's known for like quoting the Laetitio de Venetatis and stuff. Like he's a worshiper of the God Emperor, mm-hmm. which is funny being in a God machine and like all this stuff. And especially considering if you're in a, if you're in a Titan, you're probably very versed in the Omnisaya. Yeah, which I would assume would be the first pick. Yeah, that's who you'd well, quote. Well, but if you're because all those guys have to get training on Mars, correct? Certain Mechanicum fanboys just view the Omnissiah as, like, a version of the Emperor. Oh, yeah. That's true. It's like, you know, Christianity, the three forms and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's like you got the regular Emperor, they got the Omnissiah. And... You got Skelly Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the ghost one. Click, clack. Click, clack. <laughs> I sit on a fancy chair. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they kind of go into the, um, the internals of it. Uh, it follows through with Jonas's, um, journey from like the foot into the waist I mean, past all like go through the whole time yeah, and the guards in there and all that kind of shit. And, uh, all the way up to the, uh, cockpit. Got me an exercise. Just climbing yeah. that thing. Yeah. Just like sitting on an elevator, looking at your watch and like, yeah, okay. Do you the, think they have elevators? I would hope there's like just a. There's a lift in the torso for yeah. sure. Okay. I just want to be like have like cheesy music in there too. <laughs> dun, 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 As he's dun, waiting, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I'm gonna go slay some infidels and all that shit. 
Uh, Once I get to the bridge. Yeah. And they get up there and it um, kind of goes through the uh, connection. Because mm. people are like, oh, they think maybe like you just like in Gundam kind of they sit in there, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, this Jonas is the princeps? He's one of them. Uh, Moderati. He gets out? Yeah. Moderati bridge crew. Hmm. Yeah, he's not like, it, it's not juiced. He's not a, um, you he's know. He's not in the tank. No, that's like end stage for Titan people. Like, that's. I just thought that the prime, the, the, the. Moderati princeps, I think there's a step above. Okay, um, so, but the main princeps of a Night Titan typically is. That's like. Tubed. I, I right? want to say that's like their final form once they can't fight the um it also depends oh, so keep going. They, they, they try to fight the spirit when you're um piloting a titan the titan has its machine spirit like we've said before sort of like the t- uh, terminators mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. inherit the suit like you inherit the soul um and you have to fight it constantly and if you don't fight it the suit takes over or the pri- titan takes over and like does well, I, damage you you fight it until you grow uh familiarity with it i would say like i think i think there's there's a certain point where princeps do have like a relationship with depends on the, the spirit th- this is true absolutely <laughs> if you get a right? mean one yeah, like, yeah it's yeah. gonna fight you every step but i'm just saying most like imperial mm-hmm. machine spirits are gonna at least have like a sense of honor or whatever kind Which of and like have extra they, they can be reasoned with Mm -hmm. if you're talking about like chaos machine spirits though it's that's (laughs) you're not reasoning you really put a guy in there so that the machine has buttons to use to drive yeah Yeah, basically but um yeah the titans like you you keep fighting you keep fighting it and it wears you down in a way so eventually like they put you in the soups um you know capsule uh so similar to a dreadnought and like you're just in there but they if you get to that form at least with my knowledge, like you're fucking respected. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh yeah, like the final form kind of thing. For sure. Uh, and then, but then they're like the connection between robot or a Titan and pilot is like, it's it's as pure as can be because yeah. you mm-hmm. are essentially in it. So, so with this one, it's just the command throne. Then, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're just I, bros in there playing some mech warrior. It's like a helicopter now, super low. <laughs> yep, chasing after it. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Yeah, like that's good. Like your mech warrior reference is kind of cool, but um, the uh, the one Titan I can think of who was like a naughty Titan who you're, who's like a, a bastard forever, naughty. was a uh, Storm Herald in the Hell's Reach Third War uh, for Armageddon. Yeah, Storm Herald. They got land in your parking lot. Maybe that's a uh, DoorDash. He's gonna he's gonna repel line out of the helicopter and like he's gonna hotline down. My DoorDash is five hundred dollars. <laughs> it came with a gunship. Yeah, it's all we had. It's all that we had access to. How does a fast food place have access to a gunship? You're shooting out Jersey Mike subs out of their uh, missile the rocket launchers. Let's hermanos. Huh? The two chicken brothers. But oh yeah, the. From Breaking Bad, the, oh, yeah. the front for the meth empire. Yeah, that's how they have the gunship. <laughs> the uh, Storm Herald in the in the novel in Hell's Reach is um, a warlord titan who has a a, a princeps primaris who's tri- driving that, and uh, she is a she's juice. She's in like an ambiotic fluid in a tank. Mm-hmm. Um, she's visible through like glass in the mm-hmm. side and stuff, but she has no like hands or feet. She has like limbs, but she is so permanently bonded to the titan that like um she she 
you know, they fell off or whatever. Now she just drives using, like, she's just, it's all with her mind. Her body's just in there yeah. to house her organs and stuff to keep her brain going. But uh, there's a, Storm Herald stays, like, she's always, like, she, in the dialogue, she's like, Storm Herald is, like, a, a wrathful machine spirit who wants only destruction. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's kind of, like, a problem. And then there's even a bit where Storm Herald gets control. And yeah. she, like, slips into, like, a coma. And Storm Herald's just, like, mm-hmm. nuking subsections of the hive. So he's just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and everyone's like, we gotta stop. And then, like, um, in the book, like, uh, Grimaldus, the pri- the... Black Templar's chaplain is able to get on board and like talk her out of the coma because mm-hmm. she she wanted to listen to him in the beginning. It's this whole thing. Yeah, that's mostly what my reference for the juice was. Yeah, yeah. the Storm Herald. Yeah, it's it's funny the um the uh, the Tenth Company Night Lords took down a Warhound Titan once uh-huh. and uh, took the princeps out of it just like a little pickle jar yeah and just has that in their collection now so i guess you can just keep them yeah yeah you can so take off them to the side like it's like one of their globe. prized possessions that they keep in their like armory now That's it's stupid. just like yeah we shake. have a princeps over there he's just hanging out waiting Kill to me. throw back into a machine or something i don't know <laughs> we'll get him i don't know one. what their plan for that is but you could potentially finish the book yet put so. him in a robot if you want just drink it yeah <laughs> drink the pickle juice drink, drink the brine the forbidden juice uh, be at to the point of like the different connections. Like these guys are just like similar to Gundam, or not Gundam, I guess, because those guys just sit in there. This is more like maybe Pacific Remy with less connections, because these guys hop in and like they have gauntlets that get in there and they can feel everything. They have a crown and then they have like a uh, Matrix like um, uh, connection and wire to the cranium. Yeah, and, but and then these like little fucking fiber optic cables go and like to the corners of their eyes, it feeds behind them um, and into their brain directly. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's always, like, a, a shock and pain to connect with these guys. Mm-hmm. But once you're in, it's, like, ecstasy in a way because you could sense everything. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, princeps are, like, they crave that, like, level of power. Because, I mean, why wouldn't you? Perception and power. Yeah, you and sense the... everything and everything. I and mean, you yeah, have the power to... the sensation of one of your hands being a Vulcan mega bolter or yeah. something like and, that has I mean, got to feel pretty good. Usually the princeps are in charge of like one aspect of it. Cause like to try to single handedly control everything yeah. you'll die. Uh, so like, Oh, like one's got guns or one's got like this or that. And, um, but just the connection wise, like it's a physical like connection. You feel all the pain. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I don't think uh, so far in the books, we've got that kind of like detail on there. Um, so we see all the HUD and stuff. Um, it was kind of interesting seeing that the um, the shaman that was crying, if you remember, um, the one that like as the thunderbolts going over and mm-hmm. stuff. She's like, "Yay, the prophecy!" Which is spooky because yeah. like you know what's been going on. She's over there crying, and she's the only one that knows that this, or at least that we're informed that this lifelong prophecy mm-hmm. is coming to an end. So like along with the initial foreshadow of like. I was there the day Horus fell, and then this, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, prophecy's never good. <laughs> At least in the Warhammer universe. At least for uh, loyalists. Um, so, like, another kind of, like, not down vibe, but, like, you're like oh, what the fuck's going to happen? Um, then it's, like, the drop pod on, and... Again, we talked about like how they back and forth so much, which is kind of irritating sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But uh, what's an interesting part? Um, we do. Uh, when we jump back to the cages, uh, Mercedes watching uh, Loken fight and practice cages, and Loken actually gets like somewhat cut, which doesn't really happen to Astartes, um, at least especially at Morneville. And Abaddon comes in and makes a big scene of it. Abaddon's been kind of on edge since uh, uh, the Anorex planet. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he wasn't there essentially to protect Horus, and he's kind of butthurt about that. But he's wounded. He comes in there. Or not wounded. He's just a little tiny cut, but that's enough for Abaddon to start um, harassing him. He's like, you spent too much time with these remembrancers and not enough, like, with your own kind and all this shit. So we're getting more... Um, Evidence of like Abaddon's feeling towards remembrancers, and just oddly enough, like baseline humans like, as well, because he he hates all the politicians and Terra. Um, he hates remembrancers. Like he thinks like you know we just need to be a warrior state kind of thing, mm. um, which definitely pans out. Like you know once he's in forty k, like. He definitely uh, makes a point to not have any kind of politics besides a warmaster. Um, what is some more cool stuff? I, I, I don't know. Devin being the eighth planet to be, um, I guess not conquered, but uh, you know, held compliant. Is that like? Do you guys know if like that's the number eight is something of mm-hmm. significance in Warhammer? As a matter of fact, it is. And which or why? Looky pooky. Uh, are we talking corn here? I, I don't mean, know. What I don't, is it? How about? does that re- relate? Why, though, with the evidence you know of Davin so far and the Davin's moon and Nurgle coming about, like what is eight? <sighs> well, I mean, if it was Nurgle, it'd be seven, the blessed number. How many but... stars are on the? How many points are to the star, my friend? Oh, I see. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, so if we're gonna we're gonna have a small segue here to deep dive into some heresy, shallow lore. dive. <laughs> Yeah, shallow dive. Oh, 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 shallow. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I'll put away the scuba tank and get the snorkel out. Um, so, in in chaos, uh, in chaos, there is the uh, the sim- their, their primary symbol is the eight pointed star, which is um, significant, and uh, it kind of refers to uh, a compass being how there's four cardinal directions and then four of the uh, oh now I can't remember what those are called. Like the northeast, southeast. Um, I don't know what they're called, but yeah. But like, if you can think of a compass having the north, south, east, west, and the northeast, southeast, northwest, southwest, um, there's eight points to it. Technically, eight points to a compass, and uh, like the chaos gods themselves, the four being Corn, Nurgle, Zinch, and Slanesh, oh. they are the four points of this compass. And then there's like the overlap between them, where like Corn and Nurgle can get along. I have never thought of it like that. That's mm-hmm. this is the only way I think about it. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little I'm a little deep in the in the pond. But this already. is a loyalist. So yeah, I, don't I know. Like give a shit it's like, to oh, look. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it's it's normally it's called the the star of the pantheon, right? Or is yeah. it the is usually that... modern chaos people call it like just the eight pointed star of chaos undivided. Gotcha. That's like a very wordy thing, but it is the eight eight pointed pentagon uh, eight pointed pantheon, being like, specifically the four gods, and. uh there's a lot of lore that goes into that right there, but uh, Davin being the eighth planet is like the planet that qualifies mystically as like, this is where the gods have reign now, mm-hmm. especially since someone like, so the, 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 the warp or the immaterium is fueled 
by the energy you're sniffing? No, uh, fucking a little bit of phlegm from those. Oh, oh you're making you're making no, yeah. Try not to but, uh, suck nose air <laughs> into the mic. The uh, the eight pointed star, and like so, the the power of the warp is directly fueled by uh, the living worlds, the material worlds, like emotions and drives and desires, and so for for Horus and the entire empire to name Davin as the eighth planet mm-hmm. has a little bit of unintentional significance to it. And even more so, if fucking Erebus is there, mm-hmm. he is aware of what's happening, and he knows that this is a point, a, a potential, like... Uh, like Keystone a, chaos. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it, a Bullshit. keystone chaos of thing. That's weird. This is like shit that like completely went over my head first read-through. Yeah. I mean, it's very hard to even grasp at, like, the uh, borderline conspiracy, like, methods of chaos. Because it's, like, sometimes it's very bizarre. Yeah. Very elaborate. And it's yeah. very symbolic, too. Very, is, yes. You know. You're very correct. It's super symbolic. Um, but, yeah, so. Okay. And then, like, uh, uh, Erebus getting um, the Anathame sword is kind of a big deal. Because, like it might not be wholly of the material realm mm-hmm. and like its power is derived from the other side. So like he's really like setting up like this, like, yeah, there's going to be a planet where that thing gets a little extra juice. Where, to yeah, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, going to be this. He's trying to stack the deck right now. And he's uh, like, he, he purposely riled up uh, Horace and mm-hmm. made them mad. And like the raw emotion fuels yep. the warp and stuff. And so that's why, like in contrast to all this, like the a faction like the uh, the Necrons who are like largely unemotional and have no connection to the warp, like they are a problem for like demons to even try to deal with. I don't even know if Necrons fight demons. I think they have a couple of times, but I think demons typically steer clear because there's yeah. nothing to gain. Yeah. They don't need warp travel. It's only the same losses. thing with like I mean Tyranids face up against Necrons, but similarly there's barely anything. It's to an avoidance gain from thing. That, yeah. No flesh. Nothing to eat They're there. Sucking on metal. What do we do, Bach? <laughs> I smell nickels. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. I, again, things that like you wouldn't know. For sure. First read through. Um, and why I enjoy reading through it again. Um, so yeah, we, we learned the significance of that. Um, not via book, but via Jake and Luke. Uh, <laughs> the heresy corner. If only we were there. We would have we told the emperor, dude. We would have done it right. Whereas other people did it wrong. No, I definitely like, if I could if I could time travel to the future and help the emperor out, I'd be like, listen, Biggie, you just you gotta go over there and you gotta give that guy a hug. He needs yeah. to hear it yeah. from you, yeah, yeah, bud. Yeah, yeah. He needs you to say you did a good job. There's just gonna be this one chick, right? <laughs> You're gonna need to just kill her. Yeah. Right at the beginning. This tall woman's gonna show up and yeah. like you need to you need to let her help you. And then like on Thursday at four PM you gotta you gotta put yeah. her in a box. Put her in the same group as the Thunder Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let her off. Don't yeah. let her out. And the only thing I want in return from this knowledge is immortality. And <laughs> immortality. Uh, maybe like some cool shit. Give me Vulcan. Give me Vulcan. Yeah. I want to I hold on to him. I want to be, I want Vulcan to be my dad. I want the Xbox 7000. <laughs> yeah, Vulcan, please. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, Pritter, I would probably make a mean fucking PC build. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Vulcan, it would probably make it explode, but Pritter, would be like. <laughs> you got to turn on Vulcan's laptop and it just goes, <laughs> flame shit on the side. <laughs> Holy shit! And it starts spooling. The keys are flames, but why? <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. There's lava in there. 
It's not water-cooled. It's lava. It's actually powered by lava. <laughs> I, I can't touch it. It hurts to look at. Merry Christmas. <laughs> right, but yeah, going back and going to the future and helping Big E make... I mean, he'd be like, and who are you? And I'd be like, a time mind. traveler, Read dog. That's all you have to do. I've heard of the fortune. Like, what's going to happen? I've had that dream. I told you already. Yeah. You got to try to warn the Big E. Yeah, you just got to have... Let him read your mind. He probably will die in the process, but it'd be worth it. Yeah. You mush. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we hear that. Um, and then we kind of hear about um, where Hor- how Horace has gotten to his cer- current stage of like mm-hmm. somewhat paranoia and like his pride. Um, he has kind of um, stopped listening to the Mournival, uh and has just been taking Erebus in the council. So like him, just in his quarters, Horace is that is listening to Erebus. Is bullshit like that Lord of the Rings um, king? Oh, with the um, tongue and thing. Yeah, and Erebus is constantly like, "Hey, like you need to be remembered. Like you're, you know, you are the war master. Like fuck everybody else, kind of thing." Yeah, and uh, it's very dangerous. And Horace, you know, gets fed this, and uh, one of his fucking quotes that's funny. Um, he says, "Yeah, you're right." He's like, ten thousand years from now, I want my name to be known all across the heavens." Um, he says this to Mal, and it's like, "Well, but." It is. <laughs> so you accomplish that. And then he says, uh, Malagar says, um, and this is the twisted, um, the guy who was killed, heading down to False Terra, but came back, um, his equerry now. Uh, he says, I will follow you until the galaxy burns or the stars themselves burn out. And it's like, oh, he does. <laughs> some foreshadow right yeah. there. It's just all these funny quotes, aren't funny, but like interesting quotes. And you're like, definitely play into oh yeah um and i imagine dan just like <laughs> when he's writing this stuff <laughs> <God>. <laughs> stupid people um but yeah it's cool stuff uh another important thing is when ignis goes down and listens to uh erebus talk and shit um he, of course he sees that erebus is lying and whatnot but his reasoning is uh neat um when loken asks like well like how can you tell he's like well you know the um i think it was mentioned in book one too like the advice for talking to Horus is to look at his feet. So, no, you know, you don't get lost in his beauty and his magnificence. And he's like, well, Erebus didn't look at his feet once. Like, he was putting on a play, an act kind of thing. Um, so, like, he had, from the time he entered the yurt and made a scene of it to the time when he, like, deliberately, like, told Horus, like, oh, yeah, this guy's specifically said this about you. Uh, like there's definitely a plan and it's weird that a baseline human is able to like spot all these um, like little like cues mm-hmm. as where these like war geniuses can't and Loka's excuse was like oh yeah my blood was up because like you know I'm genetically well, also, made to react to this yeah. my father had been insulted like my martial pride kicked in kind of thing I also think maybe it's not necessarily in the repertoire of a space marine skill set skill set to like pick up on these subtle social cues that like maybe not regular because that i mean airbus would have and he's a space marine well air but Air, he's different he's a dick <laughs> he's also just different <laughs> he built different not in a good way not in a good way in a very bad way right. i guess there's there have been space marines that i can like think of in like other novels um like uh in the Ultramarine Omnibus, Uriel, Uriel Ventress is very, like, politically minded. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually. And then there's that one time where he gets exiled from the Ultramarines because he's like, he's like, nuh-uh, and then just, like, shit talks a little bit. And I'm just like, you got to take a walk, buddy. I feel like any of the Thousand Suns probably would have caught on. 
That's yeah. Possibly. I mean, yeah. None of the space but... wolves. <laughs> they would have. They would have sought an insult, you know, over something simple like he took too much meat or not enough beer. Yeah, and they'd be fighting. Yeah, yeah I'd say like Fuck. Thousand Suns, Word Bears, um, any of the more socially like Alpha Legion. Oh, they would have found it for sure. Yeah. They've been all over that. Yeah. Could you Ironically, man? not a lot of the loyalist legions, I would say. What are you talking about? I've said this before. Apple Legion's loyal as fuck. Okay. Well. Loyal AF. You don't dog. know nothing. Um, I read that book too. But yeah, Ignis, um, he sees all this stuff. Uh, we've already talked about the significance of like Loken defending mm-hmm. Ignis from Abaddon. And, like, the whole, like, oh, what happens if we would kill a Remembrancer? Foreshadow. Um, <laughs> there's not so much to learn about, really, um, when Cinderman and Loken talk about the Chronicles of Ursh. It's more just, like, we're um, being confirmed that, like, Cinderman is definitely getting kind of, like, heretical. And he's starting it's to believe spicy. more about the, like, old demons and stuff. Um Oh yeah, I forgot to mention too. Uh, another thing, Erebus or Ignis saw was a uh, exchange between Erebus and Abaddon. Mm. A little flash of silver. Uh oh. Yeah, it's one of the lodge coins. And uh, Loken's like, "Did you, you didn't invite him to the lodges, did you?" And like, you gotta tell me. And Abaddon's like, "I can't say." And he's like, "Bullshit! You gotta tell me, or I'm gonna like beat you up," which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> Loki wouldn't have a chance. Uh, Oof. but Abaddon's like, well, you know, whatever. Like, I'll tell you, and he, you know, just talked about like bullshit, and uh, and Abaddon made sure to point out that like I didn't invite him to the lodge. Like, Erebus is the one who formed the lodge for us. Like, he was like the OG, and Loki's like, well, of course. And Loki hasn't been to a lodge meeting since that initial one because of Erebus and shit, mm-hmm. and like how he's been feeling. Um, and it's more like feeling more pagany, but, um, maybe Erebus sowed these seeds really fucking early oh, too, yeah. which would be all of <laughs> him. That um, would be very on brand for him. Yeah. It's, it's weird too. Cause like Abaddon's defending Erebus, but all the Mournivals kind of pissed that like Erebus is be replacing them essentially. Kind it's like, why yeah. the fuck? So no, that's weird that they like switch sides a bunch. Um, I think Erebus explained that, like, Davin's moon tribes used to be, like, cool and all, but they used, uh, sorcery to turn Timba, which was the governor, I believe, or the guy controlling the appliance. Sorcery. Uh, yeah. Used sorcery, old magic, to turn them. And, um, which, like, you know, I don't think there's, I mean, psychers are definitely, like, around in certain legions, but they're not accepted at all. Mm-hmm. And eventually we have, like, a big decision on the outcome, or not outcome, but the um, uh, livelihoods and, like, status of um, loyalist psychers later on in the series. Mm-hmm. And it uh, makes some pretty important decisions in the universe. Definitely. But, um, yeah, they use magic. Um, they talk more about, like, I guess the lodges a little bit more. Nothing too crazy. Um, we see um, Euphrates, uh, or Ignis actually is potentially getting some um, poontang. Some lady wants to get close with him because, like, you know, his status with Loken. Because Lo- he has to turn all of his poetry over to Loken uh-huh. to proofread um, since his, you know, fuck up on the False Terra. Um, 
But uh, Euphrates comes around and is talking to him kind of, and she's wearing like not her usual like vest and pants kind of thing. She's wearing more like a gown kind of, not a gown, like a, looks more official kind of. Um, but she's going around all these tables and Ignis is like, oh, what the fuck she's doing? Looks down and there's like a uh, pamphlet on his table and it's like just um, writings from the Leticio. So she's out there handing pamphlets out actively. Trying to get people she's to... She's doing a little bit of that missionary work. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like more evidence that she's getting more serious about this. Oh, yeah. Because we went from her praying to like just a little idol to uh, explain the Loken on like the Emperor's purpose and shit. And now like... She's handing out Bible pages. So it's like it's getting more and more uh, serious and heretical. Um, Ironically heretical to the imperial truth, yeah. not the imperial cult. Yeah, which is weird. Mm-hmm. It's like how much are people going to except before they say anything and that's kind of a theme throughout these books so far as like like when it what is when is it too much like how much can a astartes defend another astartes before he you know calls him out on his bullshit yeah um and the same thing for like imperial citizens like when is that point when you're like hey i need to say something mm-hmm. like we all know this is wrong but it's kind of just like i don't want to bring up current um, issues in our current world, but like you know, so this shit that happens nowadays, where people are like, "This is stupid," but like, when are we gonna say or do something? I'm like, yep. But yeah, it's 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 just a thing in the universe. You think in the uh, 40k, or not 40k, but like Imperium, with how harsh they are, which and punishments and two non-compliant planets, like they wouldn't allow this much lenience, but they do and. There's consequences for it, of course. I think there's mm-hmm. just it. The population is so huge. There's only so much you can really catch, and there's bigger problems to deal with. I think, or they thought there were bigger problems, but they're probably wrong. Yeah, now I mean, 30k. There's not too many problems pre heresy. Like they're just like casually strolling around finding new humans and stuff. They don't know about chaos. Mm-hmm. There's no infighting really. Mm-hmm. There's no Council of Terra yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's starting, but like, it's a pretty good time to be a space marine, man. It's Probably the time. best time to be yeah. a space marine. Literally, this is peak space marine time. Yeah. And, um, so we see her going around and shit. Uh, then the um, meeting between uh, Horus and Petra, we kind of covered it, but it's like there's some more important shit going on. Um, it kind of shows the. Uh, um, I guess difference in thoughts and like uh, ignorance, kind of, of like uh, it can be applied to nowadays too. Of like politicians or like news agencies and shit uh, wanting war and like trying to glorify war and disregarding like soldiers' experiences mm-hmm. in there. Because Petra's like, oh, I want to get on there. I want to see war firsthand. Like you know, the, basically like proclaim how awesome we are. And uh, Horace is like, um, it is only those who neither fired a shot nor heard the shrieks and groans of the dying who cry aloud for blood, vengeance, and desolation. Um, basically telling them, like, listen, like, you want all this shit, but you don't know what you're talking about. Like, we're the ones dying for this. I find that potentially ironic considering her family uh, covered and recorded the, the unification, unification wars? wars, which were bloody as fuck. Those were really bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like Horus Heresy is super bad, and like 40K is bad. But like the 
oh man, the gritty, yucky fighting that happened on Earth for yeah. the Unification War was like the war crime per war count. Yeah, yeah the war crime per capita was I'm massive. Like, it is like the World War One of like the current. Uh, like dude. a lot of trenches, a lot I'm, of punching. I'm gonna punch up, and I'm gonna say this is like this is Rwandan genocide tier yeah. energy. Yeah, like feels, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, there's that amazing YouTube bit, or so the guy. It's posted on YouTube, but it's a video, and it shows like that guy. Like he, um, it's this quick little story where he's like shit talking a, a thunder warrior, and like the thunder warrior captain like keeps everyone cool and tells them to piss off cuz he's like intoxicated mm-hmm. and this guy ends up joining like a rebellion that's fighting the emperor and they have like cyborgs and soldiers and all these things they're just like they're ready to fight and then the emperor's legion of thunder warriors shows up and they line up stoic and quiet and the humans just like the the cyber the, the rebels the the cyber barbarians cyber barbarians Techno. Techno barbarians, yeah, are like, yep. let's get in this. And they charge the Thunder Warriors. The Thunder Warriors are all equipped with the uh, the old good old Mark One bolt gun, uh, and they just they show these poor sons of these poor sods what a seventy caliber exploding millet like grenade does. This is a YouTube short. Yeah, it's like really quick. Yeah, that sounds like one of the short stories I've read. It's based on the short story. Okay, then it, it I know what that. Book yeah. is that guy got fucked. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. The whole group of them, they 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 dump all their bolter fire into those guys. Devastating. Mm-hmm. And then the Thunder Warriors are just like, now it's our turn to charge, and they all draw melee weapons. Yeah. And they go in there, and the dude is just like, this guy ends up surviving that fight, but he's just like, I have never seen such. And he's a, he, remember, doesn't he play dead or something? Yeah, I can't he, remember he, how he, he survives. pulls a guy over him and pretends to be dead underneath another man. And um, but he's like I've never. He's a remember he's a techno barbarian of Earth. He's seen some crazy shit already, and he says I have never seen this level of brutality and savageness yeah. and inhuman disregard I mean, for life. Yeah, these are like <laughs> methed up, cobbled together, mutate, mutated super soldiers with, I mean, bolters and knives. The yeah, scariest chainsaws. part to me is their armor was built for grappling. Yeah. And I'm like, why the fuck? This dude's getting anyone ahead. I mean, it's not in a, like a lock as it just pops, but they want the maneuverability to like throw more punches and shit. Get, get close. Like, God. Get tight. That's, I, I, the blunt damage is a lot spookier than, you know, slicing. Like, I'd rather be cut in half than like take the full force of a hammer into my gut or a fist. Mm-hmm. Full like, force of a you're space gonna, rain, yeah. Yeah, you're not dead. Until you feel enough pain to die of it. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm trying to encapsulate, like, the, her family knowing what the Unification yeah. War is and having been there and having seen it. And then her being like, I want to get in on this new Great Crusade shit. It's just like... Her grandpa's over there like, no! Like, no, you don't! You don't! I've told you to shut up, Grandpa! Shut up, Gramps! I do what I want! Yeah. No. That's interesting. You, you I find think, that yeah, interesting. Yeah, good point. I didn't think about that. You would think... Somebody in her family had been like, hey, like, she should know. We're just kind of fucked. Or else maybe they're just trying to get more money or something like that, more influence. For her, it's probably a little bit of like a glory hounding kind yeah. of thing. Like she wants to be like her ancestors mm-hmm. or her grandparents. How many years? I don't remember how many years it's been. Sure. It's been a couple hundred years, I think. But still, she wants to be like the last generation who saw the greatest battles, the final, the climactic final push to like unify the earth right mm. but now she wants to be there she yeah, wants to be there for the unification of the galaxy mm-hmm. like i can see where like her draw is coming from but at the same time like 
I mean, it's a, it's kind of a cliche to say, like, war is hell. And, like, 40K Nightmare War, like, steps that shit up another yeah. notch. It's, like, bad. I don't know. It would be, it'd be interesting to have, like, I don't know if anybody's listening to this that's, like, an actual veteran in the, Oof. you know, military stuff. Just, like, not so much, like, experiences like this because, you know, you don't want to recall that too much. But, like, I wonder if, like, if they were to read the series, if they would have a better connection to, like, sort of the, the warrior, like, brotherly like bonding between yeah. all these soldiers mm-hmm. and stuff and, like, what their ideas on, like, Horace's um, misadventures and, like, choices, like, what they would decide. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like, with their opinion on, like, all this shit. I would love if, like, eventually we could do, like, interviews or something mm-hmm. with uh, people of different backgrounds and stuff. Because it would be interesting to see, like, because we're Americans, you know, we're sort of biased. We're not ignorant, thankfully. We're not, I you mean, know. hopefully not. We try not to be. But, like, it would be interesting to see, like, what people from, like, you know, the UK think about all this. Um, people from, like, you know. Well, especially considering they wrote most yeah, of this. Yeah, they most But, like, you know, just different countries, different viewpoints. Because I'm always into, like. Different people groups, yeah. Yeah, like, different. I'd always like to see U.S. history from different countries, too. I'd like, like to see other history from other places, too. Yeah. I just want to see, like, different views on the same ta- subject and how much they actually, like, line up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who's full of shit. Who's <laughs> yeah. full of it, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's a, a really good point I didn't think about, actually, about that. Um, I, know, I, I think she'd probably just be in it for her own name. Yeah, it's for her to be yeah, famous. Yeah, hyper up. Could be. Um, we already sort of talked about Loken's remorse uh, before they go to Davin's moon. Because um, he's still like the only, no, not the only, but he's like, I, I, I know we're killing traitors, but at the same time, they're, we're at one point loyalists. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a weird vibe. You, um, you better get used to that. <laughs> yeah, get over it. I don't want to do this, Grandpa. That's too damn, damn bad. bad. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's good shit. Um, but yeah, they we already discussed the importance of like, well, yeah, of the uh, Vox chatter and like just the significance of like Loken's heard this before. Yeah, the, and, the the demonic name dropping. Yeah, and Horace is like just being ignorant. And, like Loken's like, hey, this is exactly what happened to Whisperheads before the demon struck, and Horace just being so pissed, he's letting his emotions get to him. He's literally yeah, he's being driven by his feelings. Um, that we don't know what's going to happen, but like it, it, it seems a poor tactical decision to me. They're like we could just shoot this, and he's like, "No, I want to see it. I want to be the one to slice him." It's like, "Fuck, dude, we were flying right above this place. Like we could crack the moon, just glass him." Yeah, mm-hmm. like we we see that it's poop. It's yeah. literally a poop world now. It's like let's go back up, let DS Air Days or whatever fucking shoot up whatever. Like there's yeah. nothing here that's going to take this guy down. Yeah, uh, and then like I hope. <laughs> let's go. Drink some non-alcoholic beers because they can't get drunk anyways. The space wolves aren't around. Just crack some cold ones with the boys upstairs. <laughs> it's Don't Saturday, man. Planet, yeah. Saturday's for the boys. Nah, dude. Let's go play some Devon football. To quote, uh, to quote, uh, Ripley from Aliens, nuke the whole site from orbit just to be sure. It's like they have it. They've done it before. Yeah. Definitely, if like the moon of Devon has been transformed into like a rotten bog. Yeah. I'd be like something of something foul is afoot. Yeah. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna play in that. I say this, I guess, from the viewpoint of a guy who like understands the significance of like, wow, this planet, its ecology is completely changed. I wonder if that was magic. And then like, 
being wary of that. Yeah. Am I doing this because I'm mad or because it's a good plan? Yeah. Like so, I, there's a lot that gives me pause in Warhammer now because I'm like a, a little a little man. No space brain. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's weird that like all the like really good characters, uh, human wise or like even Stardust wise, have like just their normal human emotions. Like we see it as like they're like oh they're like heroes or like scions of like you know intelligence or whatever the hell like. But like in reality, they just are normal. Yeah, they're just chill. It's like hey, they're they're not overreacting. Like they're they're using logic on shit. I feel yeah. Which <laughs> is uh, a rare commodity even now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess they can't really when you're facing like the horrors of like, you know, the universe. That's fair. You got to yeah. be somewhat just ignorant. But, but no, that's, um, that is, uh, part one. Uh, that's most of the significant shit we, you need to learn. I mean, yes, you didn't really need to, <laughs> but it should make your, um, you have now. Yeah. It, it, you should make it you more informed listener with this, and like, like you don't have to read this twice now. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a a, a heath and read this damn read this book two like or three, three times, times yeah, and yeah. be like, I'm learning something new every time. Yeah, you, you can be better. <laughs> Hell yeah! But um, yeah. Uh, do you guys have any like anything stand out to you? Um, or anything that needs to be clarified? No, I think uh, we did a good job. Yeah, the, the good, two I things think. that kind of stand out to me. I think was uh, them name dropping Nurgle in book yeah. two. That's yeah. a problem. Yeah. yeah, beginning of book two. Yeah, yeah. again, part uh, one. Like I said for the last book, it just feels like it's happening way faster than it did in my imagination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, horses rising. I thought like there's a lot instant. more lead up to this, which oh, is funny because like, there's a fuck ton of books in this horse heresy. Right. So it's like yeah. what else are they putting in there right, between this yeah. and the siege? Well, to be fair, I mean, this is only one of the eighteen legions that we've even followed so far. I'm like, we've bumped into like uh, Blood Angels and Empress Children and stuff, mm-hmm. but like, I know for sure we're gonna need to get like the uh, the mouthful from like Gilliman and uh, uh, Sanguinis and, and, and Vulcan and like all of them. You know, so it's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. Future books, but okay, yeah, I'm glad there's no questions. That means that maybe somewhat we explained it pretty yeah, good. I feel like it yeah. makes sense. But um, yeah, f- listeners, if you have any questions or comments or um, any kind of input, we'd love to, you know, once we get a point to talk to us, we'd love to hear it. We love talking about this shit, oh, yeah. obviously. <laughs> obviously. But uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in and listening. We'll see you on um, part two of uh, Horus Rising, or uh, False Gods, uh, False Plague Moon. Plague Moon? Plague Moon. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> All right on. Yep. See you later. Ciao. Thanks for listening. Bye.